This is the Personal Profitability Podcast with Eric Rosenberg. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Personal Profitability Podcast for episode number 65. Now, real estate is an interesting part of personal finance. You know, there's a, a group of people out there that says you should just rent forever, buying and owning a home is a waste of money. And then there's another camp that says renting is throwing money away. If you don't own a home, you don't own anything. And that's the best way to build equity and investments. But there's a whole nother kind of real estate that doesn't involve your personal you know, primary residence, and that's you know investing in other properties. May that be rental properties, commercial properties, etc. And there's a handful of ways to do that. But one way that I just learned about is buying really inexpensive properties and trying to leverage them for cash flow. And you buy a series of these properties to build bigger and bigger cash flow until you eventually have enough money you can live on. And this is something we touched on in an episode a while back with a guest, Lee Huffman. But we're going to dive in today with Clayton Morris, who is a Fox News anchor, which is kind of fun to have a Fox News anchor on the show, and a real estate investor. He now owns a company that helps people buy these properties in the $40,000 range, which you know, in many cities, that's a down payment. So today, let's look at how you can invest in small properties and leverage that to build your cash flow and maybe even find your way to financial independence. Let's dive in right after this. It used to be that when I wanted to review all of my personal finances, I had to log into websites from different banks, investment companies, lenders, credit card companies, all sorts of financial institutions to see a complete picture of my finances. But that's not a problem anymore thanks to personal capital. With personal capital, I can log in and in one handy dashboard, I can view all of my banks, credit cards, investments, and every other account in one place. Plus, it gives me insights into how I earn money and how I spend each month so I can optimize my income and cash flows to best suit the needs of my family. But there's more. There's some great free tools like the 401k and mutual fund analysis tool that I use to save $300 every year on mutual fund fees. And that's money back in my pocket. Now, the best part is most of these tools are totally free. You can sign up for personal capital with no charge and only pay if you decide you want to work with a professional financial advisor to help manage your money. But if you want to do it yourself, you can sign up for free and use all of these great tools. To get started, head to personalprofitability.com slash personal capital. That's personalprofitability.com slash personal capital. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, I am here with Clayton Morris. Now, Clayton is an awesome guest to have. He has a huge background in real estate and personal finance and trying to reach financial freedom through real estate, which is something that really excites me. You know, it's a way to get to more passive income compared to the freelance style side hustle income we usually focus on. So say hello and welcome to the show, Clayton. Hey, thanks, Eric. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so you are. how did you start your journey into learning about real estate and real estate investing? You know, it was a weird path for me um, and, and not the most uh, straightforward path. Uh, I, you know, I, I kind of went through the collapse in 2007 and 2008 and I, I barely escaped that. I had uh, I lived in a one bedroom condo in Florida and 
next door to me, a woman had uh, had passed away. She'd lived there for 30 years, and the family didn't want to sell it on the open market because it needed a lot of work. She'd smoked for like 30 years in this property, so it, nicotine was like dripping from the walls. And, and I knew that the family had inherited this property, and they, they didn't want to deal with it. I mean, it was going to cost them a lot of money to fix it up and then try to sell it and they lived out of state, and this is common in the real estate world. This is, you know, a motivated seller, right? Um, and they didn't want to work with a realtor because it was just going to become a, a pain for them to try to list this property on the uh, on the multiple listing service and do showings and all of those things, right? Um, and so I swooped in. I said, "Hey, you know, I I, I live next door. I'd I'd love to buy it. I'd love to maybe fix it up and 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 rehab it. Um, would you be willing? You know, what what price would you need to hit?" And we came to an agreement. I bought the property. Spent my nights and evenings, you know, well into the middle of the night working on the property and trying to fix it up and and getting it up to snuff. And I sold it and made a nice profit on it. And I worked you know, drywall and paint and carpet and all of those things and new cabinets and, and everything. And I, and I sold it right before the crash happened. Uh, so that Good was my timing. first – yeah, I mean it was l- total luck. But that was my first real taste of, of understanding, you know, what off-market real estate could be, uh, not just calling up a realtor – Say, hey, get me a property I, I want to move with my family, but hey, I want to find a great deal and I either want to hold it for the rest of my life, which is what I do now, uh, but then I wanted to fix it and flip it and, and make a profit. And I didn't even understand what buy and hold real estate was, which is my main focus now. So how did you know how to do all that rehab work yourself? You know, I, I came out of the corporate finance and accounting world. I, I definitely don't have any calluses on my fingers. Did you go into this with a big background in construction at no. all? Or did YouTube no. help you figure it out? <laughs> well, this was like, you know, basically pre YouTube or when <laughs> beginnings YouTube was of YouTube young. And there was certainly, you know, it was nothing like this on YouTube at the time. It was more um, cat it was videos, cat videos and little, you know, uh, kid falling down a steps videos or stuff like that. Um, no, at the time I just, um, I, I knew that it, well, I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. So I, I had fixed up my one bedroom condo next door and this one was a two bedroom condo. So I thought, well, okay, I can do similar things. I can paint, I can paint the, the cabinets and, and strip those down and paint those and that'll really freshen it up. I can remove this 1970s looking light box from the bathroom and, and that would really freshen up the bathroom. I could put in a new vanity myself, a new mirror, that sort of stuff. Um, but when it came to like spackling, I didn't know how to do that and I had to figure that out and you know, all of, all of those things, you just, it was sort of try trial by fire and, uh, it, you know, to go back on it now, it's kind of hilarious, like thinking about what I was getting myself into, but you know, you're young, you're ambitious, you've, you're sleeping three hours a night and you're just working cause you think you got to get a, you know, get ahead. And, um, you know, it wasn't really until later that I understood, I mean, after having read like rich dad, poor dad and understanding that, no, no, I don't want to, I don't want to flip these. I don't want to make someone else profitable. I want to hold these types of properties for the rest of my life because that's how you can truly create passive income. That's how you can truly create legacy wealth for your family. That's how you can create financial freedom. Uh, and that's when I started discovering that I came at a real low point in my life and I had two rental properties at this particular stage. And my wife came to me and she said, we, we can't, and here I am like a network news anchor at the time. <laughs> Were you and at that says, point, were you like local or were you national? Where were you at in your career? 
Yeah. So I had gone all over the country and I had at this point I had uh, become a network news anchor. And so I was there for about two years, about a year and a half to two years into the into that life cycle and should be presumably on top of the world. Right. I'd worked my tail off in the news business all over the country I'd eaten ramen noodles and, you know, making no money and put in my time. And here I was. My wife came to me in my basement office and she said, we can't pay the mortgage this month. And at this time I had saved up and I had bought two rental properties and the, the rental properties that I do now with my company are in that $40,000 $40, range. That's my sort of bread and butter properties that we do. So that's the ty types of properties I bought. You know, I had, I had two properties, they were cash flowing about 800 bucks a month, but I, I didn't have enough of them yet. And I wasn't smart with my money. I didn't understand that I needed to build up enough of those to make myself financially free. And she said, we can't pay our mortgage this month. And I said, what is going on here? What like, and I was like at rock bottom. I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, what is, what are we doing wrong that we are running out of money every month? I don't understand it. That's and that's a big when, question for a lot of people. <laughs> it is. And it, I'm telling you when I found this out and it seems like such a, a simple thing. It's the thing that changed my life. And I hope that your audience, you know, it might help change their life also. Um, because I'm really, really passionate about this. I grew up with a lot of negative associations with money. Um, I grew up believing that, you know, we're not the Rockefellers. Oh, we can't afford that. And so I had all these negatives associations, negative associations with money, that money was the root of all evil, all of those things. And so I carried that baggage with me my whole life. And if you do that, you're never going to be successful. You're never going to be wealthy. You're never going to create um, uh, abundance in your life. If you think that it's a negative, you're going to try to avoid it. You know, that's that's the natural way of things. Definitely. And I said to my wife, wait a second, wait a second. And I hopped up to my whiteboard in my office and I said, we've got these two rental properties. They consistently bring us $800 a month. What if we could take all of our monthly expenses figure out what that number is every month and then reverse engineer it. If we could then have enough of these rental properties that would cover our monthly expenses, that would be financial freedom. And that's when I came up with the idea of this freedom number. And I put it together in like a little cheat sheet that's been downloaded now like tens of thousands of times um, from people all over the world. And I love getting emails from people. They're like, I downloaded your cheat sheet. It's three pages. I sat down with my wife. And now I actually understand our monthly expenses and I actually am now I'm about to take action and start to work towards financial freedom. And it's been honestly the greatest blessing of my life to hear that from people. Oh, that's awesome. So I know I heard you say you know, a, a moment ago that your typical properties are around $40,000. That's actually a number we've heard on the show before. And um, we'll have a, a link in the show notes listeners to the episode with Lee Huffman. Um, who does the same thing. He actually lives in uh, Anaheim, not too far from me, and invests in properties out on the East Coast that are about 40000 each. How did you pick that number and get into that niche there of those lower cost properties? Well, my company now, that's all I do. So I've got a team you know, of many, many employees and our crews. And so at Morris Invest is my company and we, I buy you know, 40 properties a month and we renovate them. We place a tenant in the property um, and we get it cash flowing at a high level. So a very high return on investment. Our, every property we do, we try to hit between a 10 and 12% net return on investment, ROI. So 
if you look at like stock market, I don't know, 3%, 4% if you're lucky, I guess. But we try to hit net 10 to 12%. So basically, I reverse engineer every property I buy. And I learned this on a total lark. And it's, again, one of these weird chance things that happened to me. I was on a flight to New Zealand by myself. Uh, I convinced my wife to let me go visit my friend who lived there who's a great photographer, and he invited me to his house. And he said, come for you know a few days and, and shoot photos, and we'll go around, and I'll show you around. Sounds fun. So I, yeah. So I brought my cameras, and I went, and I was flying there after 16 hours, and the, this couple was sitting next to me. They were in their 50s, and they were, after 16-hour flight, we're all kind of groggy and half awake, and we've got like an hour before landing, and we get to talking. And I said, you know, how long are you guys going to New Zealand? Or they asked me, how long am I going to be there? I said, oh, about five days. They said, oh, five days. Oh, okay. That's fast. I said, yeah. I said, what about you guys? How long are you going to be in New Zealand? They said, oh, two months. I said, two Whoa. months. <laughs> I said, what do you guys do that you can go to New Zealand for two months? And he looked at me and said, oh, I'm a real estate investor. I said, oh, oh uh, explain. All, I've only flipped a property in Florida one time. What, what, what do you mean? And he said, well, I buy properties in great markets where we, you know, have a very high cash flow, kind of in the forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollar range, sixty thousand, and we place great tenants in the property. And me and my partner, we, that's what we do. We just buy properties and we have them rented. And he told me where he was buying them. He told me what kind of upgrades he would do on the property. He told me how he doesn't focus, he doesn't care about real estate and didn't get emotional about it. He just focused on ROI. And I was just like mentally writing down notes. And then the week I got back, I said to my wife, we're doing this. I'm going to identify some properties. I don't have a team yet. I don't have anything. I don't have contractors. I don't have my property management team. I don't care. I'm going to figure it out. And I did. I bought two properties. I overpaid. I put too much of upgrades in the properties. I did it all wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, I had to learn. You got to start somewhere. And yeah. And now I've, you know, done over a thousand of them and uh, we have... We have buyers, our clients that we that we help do this all over the world. So it's in about seven years, it's gone from I don't know what I'm doing to we have clients of ours who have 20 properties with us, you know, it's it's uh, and who have that same kind of ROI and that same kind of cash flow. So to me, that's the game changer. It's like getting to that financial freedom number that, you know, every month. You've got five, six, seven thousand dollars of cash flow coming in every month, no matter what you do. That'd be that's no a pretty great thing to have. Job. You know, I always talk about you know how important it is to have multiple cash flow streams. You know, you most people just rely on their day job. As you just said, layoffs happen. You know, you might make a big oops one day, not on purpose, and, and not get to work there anymore. You know, there's lots of things that could happen where your income just goes away overnight. And most people have nothing to fall back on. Maybe if they're lucky, they have a few months of savings. Uh, most people don't even have that. So having something else that keeps paying you every month is so important. Right. I mean, you know, the reason why I came up with the freedom number and anyone who wants to download it, it's totally free. I don't charge anything for it. It's just, you know, if you're driving right now and you're like, I can't remember this. I'm at the gym. I can't remember this. I mean, I can share a link with you, Eric, but, um, yeah, we'll put we'll just, get that at the end, put it in the, uh, in the show notes for everyone too. Perfect. 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 So what I say in that cheat sheet is this, most people think, you know, you ask them, well, what kind of money do you want to make? And people are like, I want to be a millionaire, right? They just throw out like an arbitrary number. But actually, no. What if 
five, you know, what if your monthly, total monthly expenses that you add up, including Netflix, dinners out with your wife and husband, you know, gasoline for your car, groceries, if it comes out to $4,800 a month, right, the average. Well, what if you had consistently $5,500 coming in every month? I mean, that is financial freedom. So who cares about, right, who cares about a million, right? $5,500 a month is financial freedom. And now you can take vacations, you can do whatever you want. When you're on the beach with your, you know, with your loved ones, you have rent checks coming in. My family, we were on a Disney cruise, you know, a few years ago. And while we were there, our rent checks hit uh, for all of our different properties that we own. And it was amazing. I said, I looked at my wife, I said, this is what it's all about. This is what I preach. This is what I want other people to understand is that it's achievable. Even if you have no money, you have no knowledge, you have no education, you can get started in this and really transform your life. How do you identify what parts of the country and what kinds of properties to buy? I know out here where I live in in California, uh, a $40,000 property would be I don't know, a, a little bit bigger than a shoebox. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so how do now, you identify that, and how do you work with properties when they might be, you know, states away? Well, we, I knew because I lived in New, I live in New Jersey, that there's no way I would ever invest in New Jersey. I mean, you'd be crazy to do that. When property taxes are, you know, eighteen, twenty thousand dollars a year, um, you, you're again all from my New Zealand trip learning from a genius who was a real estate investor. And now I've got great mentors in this business who own hundreds and hundreds of properties. Um, Robert Sheeman, who's a great author, um, you know, he said, you know, people have to live everywhere, right? So why shouldn't I be the person that owns the properties where people have to live? You drive down the street, you see a million dollar, you know, 20 unit apartment building. Great, you could own that. There are also, there's a small one unit. I, you could own that. You could be in A-class neighborhoods. You could be in B-class neighborhoods. You could be in C-class neighborhoods. Guess what? People have to live everywhere. So why shouldn't you own properties where people live? So that never so goes all... out of style. It's not like the pet rock <laughs> right. or, or uh, fidget spinners or something. People right. have to have a place to live. People have to live. They have to have shelter and they have to have food. So that you know, when you when you invest and you you build a great place for people to live, I, I really believe in this sort of circle of life, which means. I want my tenants to have a great place to live, which means I've put in a new furnace, I update the water heater, I put in new electric, I put in new plumbing in our properties, I update our roof, put in new windows, cabinets, flooring, carpet, paint, everything, right? I want my tenants, when they come home, to have open up a bottle of wine with their spouse, sit down after a long day, and this is their house. So I'm, I'm, I believe, I, I like to invest in single family homes. Those are what we do at my company. So the bulk of every property that we sell to our clients, you know, three bedroom, one bath, two bedroom, one bath with a yard and a driveway in great C and B neighborhoods where everyone's at work during the day. They work at the local hospitals, they're postal employees, they are hardworking Americans. And guess what? My family's from California. I live in New Jersey. Most of America does not live in California and New Jersey. Most of America lives in the middle part of the country where, you know, the properties are not a million dollars, right? They're going to be in those price ranges right. if you find them right and you know what you're doing. And that's, that's, that's how I've, you know, where I've hung my expertise over the years. Well, for people who want to learn what they're doing, um, could we get that link for that checklist? And 
any other great place to find you and learn more online? Sure. I mean, I do a, uh, I publish a podcast three times a week. It's called the investing in real estate podcast. It's not exactly a, a catchy name, but it's, <laughs> it is what, it's what it is. It's about. Yeah. Investing in real estate with Clayton Morris, uh, on Wednesdays, uh, my wife and I do a show together every Wednesday episode. So we talk about, uh, family structure of finances, you know, how to, you know, set up your LLCs f- f- when you're buying real estate taxes, you know, it's the number one way to pay almost nothing in taxes. If you own real estate, we show you how to do all of that structuring of everything. Um, and, uh, so check that out. I'd love for, if you're listening, if you enjoy podcasts, uh, you know, I'd love to, to have you listen to that, but yeah, the checklist, you can download it at our website. It's just Morris invest, just my last name, Morris, M O R R I S invest.com slash freedom. And it's just our freedom number cheat sheet, download it, use it, email me. I would love to hear how you and your spouse, you and your partner, or you by yourself, uh, put this to use. And if it's, if it, if you find it valuable in any way, I, I, it would mean the world to me to hear that from you. Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story. You know, now I feel like I need to go start buying these investment properties. I keep saying <laughs> it's something I want to do, but it always feels so far away when you're thinking, Oh, I need 20, 30% down on half a million dollars. But you know, that's right. You could just pay right straight out in cash for, for multiple homes at 40,000 for that rate. So right. um, that's a lot to think yeah. about. Yeah. It doesn't have to be scary. You know, we have most of, we have so many investors from California and Hawaii and you know, we take care of everything. So the, people think, Oh, I have to be there to do all this. So, no, no, we, that's why you have a great team and that's why our team does everything for you. So, I mean, everything. So you don't have to, my first client was my mom and I say, she came to me. She said, hey, honey, I've got 40000 in my 401k that I can borrow. Can you help me get a property? I see what you and your wife are doing. And I said, sure. And she said, you're going to have to do everything for me because I don't know how to rehab a house and do all that. I said, no, no, we'll take care of it. And that was really the impetus for our company to grow. So what a great way to learn how to build a business using your mother as a, as a right. taking customer. I said, I wasn't gonna, She'll yeah, be really patient with you. Yeah. Right. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. It was uh, great chatting with you. Well, thank you so much, Eric. I really appreciate it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Clayton as much as I did. I have to admit, I learned a lot in this one, and I'm really excited about possibilities. I'm actually even thinking about giving Clayton a call. So if you want to learn more, you know where to go. Check the show notes, personalprofitability.com slash episode 65. And in the meantime, please do share it with a friend. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Hopefully you think we earned that. And make sure to leave me your questions at personalprofitability.com slash askeric so you can hear your voice featured in an upcoming episode. Thanks for sticking around till the end. And as always, until next time, stay profitable.